Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk, the podcast. Welcome everyone, and happy Friday. I hope you guys had a good week. Um, My special guest for today's episode is Miss Tambra Cherie from OWN's hit series, Bell Collective. Um, Besides starring on Bell Collective, she is also a fantastic host. She currently hosts um, radio. However, she's done television as well. So you might have seen her guest hosting on Dish Nation. Or she was also hosting on Lifetime's hit reality series, Bring It. Um, so you, I'm sure you've seen Tambra around somewhere. Because she is always busy and doing what she loves, which is hosting. <laughs> um A little bit about Bell Collective. Again, if you haven't heard any of my previous interviews with any of the Bell Collective ladies, um, Bell Collective is a show on the Oprah Winfrey Network, and it follows a group of women that are entrepreneurs in different areas, like um, one is a dentist, one has a beauty business, Tamara is a radio host, Um, one of them hosts a... um, mental health center like it's a variety of different things but these ladies come together um to kind of revive um jackson mississippi's like this old um town square um that was big years ago and they're trying to revive it and come together as a community and it's also um you know, about boss women and um, kind of redefining what it's like to be a Southern Belle in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, so it's a really good show. Their first season aired and now you can watch it on demand. Um, everyone is hoping for a season two. But if you haven't checked out season one, definitely check it out on OWN. <clears throat> um, and yeah, like I said, Tambra has a lot going on. And so her and I kind of discuss a variety of things. Um, we discussed some of the drama on this past season of Bell Collective, but we also discussed her personal life and her career and what she's gone through um, as a woman in this industry. So um, without further ado, here is my interview with Tambra Cherie from OWNS Bell Collective. I hope you guys enjoy. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Oh my gosh, it's so great to talk with you. It's great talking to you too. Yes, thank you so much for doing. I really appreciate it. You are more than welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. So I just want to start off by saying that I'm a huge fan of yours. I love you on. Bell Collective, um, you're one of my faves, so I'm, it's such an honor. <laughs> and thank you so much, and thank you for watching season one with us. We definitely appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, yes. Well, 
I kind of want to start at the beginning of things because I'm always curious. So I wanted to start off by asking, um, how did you um, get involved with Bell Collective? I, to be honest, Jackson, I actually, when all of this came about, I it was in the middle of the pandemic. I was literally sitting home at the moment. <laughs> this yes. radio, like one thing with radio is that we didn't, we never stopped working during the pandemic, which was absolutely a blessing. But right. we were at home a lot more than usual because we weren't doing live broadcasts. We weren't doing remotes. We we were kind of shut, still shut down during that process. So I remember just sitting home, and the first call that I received was from Letitia. And I will be honest, in the previous years, I've hosted Letitia's brunches, and I was also a keynote speaker at one of her brunches with Portia Williams. And so... I, Letitia called and Letitia was telling me what she had going on. And I definitely remember telling her, like, I'm thinking like hosting, you know, she's doing television, like hosting her brunches. I'm like, of course, girl, whatever you need, I'm on board, whatever you need. Because I was always supportive of everything that she was doing and what she was trying to do in the community with her brunches. I've always been supportive of that. And I've loved hosting her brunches. I, I really love hosting everything that she's doing. And to be honest, I want to say her she did not even know I was writing a book when she called me to actually be the keynote speaker of one of her brunches. But so that's how our relationship had always been. So I was being very supportive of what she had going on. I'm like, sure, whatever you need, whatever, I got you. That's how that happened. And after that phone call, Jacoby, which is also I'm a producer, Jacoby called and he's like, look, <laughs> he was like, I need your, your information at that time. Um, I had did sister circle TV. He's like, I want I need a clip from that. I need dish nation. I need what you did there. And I was like, well, sure. It's on my website. And I just sent it to him. He's like, look, they loved you. And from there, we did a Zoom with the production company, and I received a call maybe, like, it wasn't even a couple of days. They're like, let's go. Like, they, the, the network loved you. Let's go. That's how it happened. I was literally the last person to get cast. And, and Carlos jokes about that. I remember watching when we were doing our um, interviews with him. He's like, literally, he's like, we need one more person. What, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And he definitely said he was like, that's when he saw Tamara. That's when he saw me. So that's how that happened, to be honest. I was definitely the last one that, that was actually cast. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, yes. And I've heard that from a few of the other ladies that I interviewed, which is so interesting because you definitely like, you kind of, I guess it is kind of like a missing puzzle piece. Like you kind of filled in kind of, I think what they really needed for the show, which is really awesome. And it just, you know, uh, things happen. So it's just crazy, but I'm so glad that you um, were a part of the cast. Um, now, with besides Letitia, did you know any of the other ladies that were on the show before you started filming? The answer is yes. I had met everyone on the show prior to filming. And of course, I've been a radio personality probably in my market for, mm, I started interning in college, I left, came back. So probably within, of course, the last 14 years. And I also did television in this market. I did local television as well. So back then, so through that, I had met all of the ladies. I, of course, Letitia with hosting as far as Latrice, 
Latrice was actually one of our clients in 97.7, and I did a lot of her voiceovers for her, her commercials, and we knew each other. She supported my book. She's done a lot of things, so we had a relationship already. Then, of course, when it came to, I met Antoinette. Antoinette introduced herself, and it was actually doing Jackson State University's homecoming. So, of course, I met Antoinette before. I actually knew Melanie. I already knew Melanie. I met Marie at a brunch of Letitia, Marie and Essie. I met both of them. They had actually purchased a book that I had wrote, and I remember taking pictures with them. So I actually knew everyone. I had met all of the girls prior to actually filming. Wow, that's that's awesome. Um, now, what I know you've done, like, some television. Obviously, you've done Dish Nation. You've been in radio. I know you, like, hosted on Bring It and stuff like that. So you've been in this world, but were you hesitant at all to do reality TV since, obviously, you know, opening up your life and, you know, all of that really, like, personal stuff can be difficult. So were you hesitant at all or were you just ready and willing to do whatever? You know what? I would be so honest, Jackson. Like, we had had, like, some different, you know how you have different shows kind of reach out to you before has come to the station and they're trying to do stuff and trying to do different things. To be honest, I had always thought that I would host, like, a reality reunion, like a reality show reunion. I wasn't quite mm-hmm. sure I would be part of the cast, <laughs> uh-huh. but I am a strong believer what God has for you, he has for you. I strongly believe that. I was not hesitant, and I will say that I wasn't hesitant on this project because, for one, I love the fact that it was with OWN. It was with the Oprah Winfrey Network, and that's the one that I looked up to growing up. That's the one I watched do interviews. So for me, that was a very easy sale. And then the second part, I love the fact that, honestly, it was a Black-owned production company. If you've watched Carlos, you've watched him, as you watched it grow, that he walked away from something and built his own. I love that fact. I love that. Those were things that I absolutely loved. And then it was the people that I was actually working with. So I was more, I, it was a yes for me. It was definitely a yes for me. All of those things right there was a yes for me. And then something, when you hear Oprah Winfrey, that was, and you're already in entertainment and you're already, you, you do interviews and you watched her, you watch her. It's like, a, it's, it's, it's a yes. It's a yes. <laughs> so yes. even though I might've had some reservations, all of that was a yes for me. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. And I think it definitely, and then what I've told even some of the other ladies and what I've said about. I think this show, it, it it really, I think also during COVID and stuff, it was such a good distraction because it was, it had a little bit of drama, obviously, but it had a lot of positive things in it too. Um, and all of the yes. ladies, you all really came together and um, it really focused on everyone's personal story really well. And it kind of let people kind of escape from everything also going on in the world and, you know, get to know you wonderful ladies. So no, I definitely think this show, it had, it had a bit of everything, which is really good. I thank you. And then I would have to say, I think it was more of a yes for me also, because to me, it was helping break some of the stereotypes that people have about Jackson, Mississippi. And I feel like I've been such a voice in Jackson for so long. I want people to see what I love about this city. So that was another reason why I was just like, absolutely. From working the people I was working with, the production company, the network, that's why it was just a yes for me. Yes, yes, I love that. Now, you did mention Carlos King, and I always ask everyone that works with him um, questions about him and um, what it's like working with him. Because like you said, he, he built his own 
um, production company, and he is honestly like a legend in, you know, the reality TV world. Like everyone knows who he is. Like he's in the way he tells people's stories. It's really like, it's just, it's really genius. So what do you have to say about Carlos King and working with him? Yes, absolutely. Let me tell you, I am so proud of Carlos King right now. I am one of the biggest cheerleaders that he has to me right now. I am definitely on the cheerleader squad, okay? I just love to see everything that he is doing, everything that he's doing in television. And you know, like when you know that, of course, he worked with Real Housewives of Atlanta. He worked with that franchise, and then he left and built his own empire. When you step out on faith like that and you see someone build an empire, you can't help but to be so proud of them. And I am. I love, like, I think Carlos is just amazing. He is a sweetheart, to be honest. He's been amazing to me. He's been, um, I have nothing, nothing bad to say. Like, I just think that um, he's always been very open and honest with me. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I'm definitely cheering for him. And then I love the fact, I love that even what he's, he's done with love and marriage, going into Huntsville and coming into Jackson, those cities that, you know, it's not like a huge metropolitan city you know it's not like your new york's and it is not that and so i love the fact that he goes into smaller cities and smaller markets and gives them a chance and an opportunity and he wins i absolutely love that yes yes um now kind of getting to some of the stuff from the season that really like popped out um to start off with, like you talked about, you've been involved with Letitia in her brunches for a long time. Now, during this season, there was some very, like, tense moments at a few of the brunches, especially um, when she was about to announce um, her big project that she was going to do and, you know, involve all the ladies. And Kaylin was there. And there was a lot of tension at that brunch. So what were you thinking in that moment, especially because you've been at a lot of her brunches in the past. What was I thinking in that moment? I probably was thinking to myself, to be honest, when we were talking, in that space, I was just thinking that this is a space where we all can talk and open up, to be honest. I wasn't mm-hmm. looking as Kaylin, as singling Kaylin out as like the only white person at the brunch or the only white female at the brunch. I didn't even think about that, to be honest with you. I think it's all females. That's what I was thinking to myself in that moment as we're talking about things. I didn't even realize it until Kaylin walked out. I didn't even realize Mm -hmm. that because I wasn't thinking into that moment. And it's like, you know, it's always been a space where you can be very open it's always been a space where we can talk. It's always been that space. So I'm still thinking it is that same open space for women to come together and you just talk about different things because everyone has an opinion. And it's always been a space for people to be very vocal about their opinions of what they've gone through. So in that moment, I'm thinking it's the same exact space. So I never realized that until Kaylin actually walked out that he mm-hmm. felt a type of way in that space. Yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. Completely agree. Um, 
Now, the, I, and I don't think you were at that very first brunch. I can't remember um, that they had on no, the show. No, I wasn't. Latrice and no. Marie kind of got into it about um, Latrice's business and her hair and all of that. Um, so watching it on the show and probably hearing about it after um, it happened, um, what was your reaction kind of seeing those two fights specifically about um, Latrice's business that obviously she worked very hard to, you know, make and she self-made and she worked, you know, hard to build that. Right. Like watching it on the show, to be honest, when I watched it with everyone and that was my first time seeing it. I watched it with the audience, with the world. I had never, I was not there. So I had always heard but I was not there. So I had always heard things and heard different sides of the story, but I never knew what exactly happened. So literally when I saw it, I saw it when everyone else saw that episode. So I think when I saw the episode, I definitely believe that things could have gone differently. I, I will say that. <laughs> I definitely believe that things could have gone a little differently. But it's also television at the same time, to be honest, Jackson. Right, right. No, of course. Yes. And definitely it was good that they kind of uh, were able to handle things, I think, in the end in some way. So, um, yeah. And then with you, um, one of the big things that we saw with you this season, besides your career, which we'll talk about in a little bit, because like I said, you have a very extensive career um, and you're, you know, you've been very successful. Yes. Um, we saw that, but we also saw your personal side with your family and talking about with your ex, uh, you were talking about, um, you know, building a family possibly eventually and kind of exploring that. So why did you decide to um, share that part um, on the show and kind of bring your ex and stuff kind of involved in that? And how did you, how did you feel watching all of that back? Oh my goodness, to be honest, that going, even going on a date on national television, like, of course, you know, that part, that's the part of me, I would honestly say that people don't see, you know, I've always felt like, even in radio, because I chose such a public career, only because I chose such a public career. So I felt like my personal life, you know, would be private, you know, but in that aspect, I will say things that I opened up about, such as dealing with fibroids, fibroids, mm-hmm. dating, all of those things, I realized that those are things that women everywhere nationally relate to, mm-hmm. especially when I opened up as far as like going to the doctor. You have to think about it. I went to the doctor on national television. Seriously. And and you have to think about like that. And I still think about that. Like at night, like literally I show my uterus on national television, (laughs) but it had an impact. It helped someone else. Even that I came an advocate for fibroids. You know, I've done things after that where we actually went to Capitol Hill virtually advocating for a bill to pass in Congress that deals with fibroids and the research of fibroids. So things like that, now you understand the value that it has, why God puts you in that position, some things that you don't like to go through and some things that for, for so long, women are so silent about things like that. I didn't even know what a fibroid was until I actually had one for myself, had mm-hmm. one for myself. But as far as like opening up, as far as like relationships, like I've always done a relationship hour on my radio show, but I was comfortable 
as far as like going out on a date because I was comfortable who I was with because we have known each other for so long. Yeah. So that made it much easier, much easier. And I know that women can relate to other women. I do believe that, you know, a lot of our stories are similar. Women go through some of the very same things and some people may be silent about what they're going through. So it was it was pretty easy for me. I would say it was easier. I'm not going to say easy, but it was easier for me just because I feel like I, it was a purpose, if that makes sense. Right. And is there, since um, season one has aired and since fans last saw you at the reunion, has there been any update with your love life or um, anything else in that kind of world? <laughs> The answer is yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> there are always updates, of course. We're right. talking about, look, that was the like, spring. We're in right. fall. The answer is yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> yes. There have been updates, okay? <laughs> and But yes. I will say that uh, a lot of people on social media, they definitely have asked me about, um, the surgery, because of course I talked about having surgery with my fibroids, and I did have those fibroids removed. That was one question that I saw on Twitter people would ask me about. So I did uh-huh. actually have that fibroid surgery that people have been asking about. But yes, and then it's open. Like, you know, I talked about freezing my eggs on national television, which was something that I did years ago. And just sharing those stories. And if it, even in radio, like I've shared those stories on radio, but never on national television, but I was, I was comfortable sharing those stories because I definitely feel like other women deal with some of the same things and we're just quiet about it, to be honest. Right. Right. Um, yes. And so I'm very, it was very nice to, you know, see, like you said, open up and open up about such personal things. And I'm so glad that it's helped. Um, so many other women and you, you know, you passed the bill, like, oh my gosh, that is, that's amazing. Very, that's, congratulations. Yes, we are actually, yes, we are actually fighting to get that bill passed in Congress. Like we talked with various senators and congressmen and um, it's, it's been amazing. It's been amazing just sharing your story. And I actually sat on one panel that I sat with Cynthia Bailey. I actually sat on a panel with her virtually, of course. Everything is still, was still virtual at the time. And just sharing our stories, sharing our stories and how many women deal with that. Like, it's definitely been amazing and even an eye-opener for me, to be honest. Yes. Oh, well, that's, that's great to hear. Um, and then we also saw you um, during the season, we kind of saw you open up about, um, you know, growing your career and kind of taking the next step and kind of seeing what you wanted to do and, you know, uh, all of that. And we even saw you with um, Gary with the T from Dish Nation and the Ricky Smiley morning show. And that was a great, uh, it was great to see you two together because obviously you guys have known each other for a while. So it was so fun to see your um, relationship and your fun uh, chemistry that you have with one another. Um, so in general, um, what was it like filming with Gary and kind of opening up about possibly your next steps in your career? Uh, Gary filming uh, is super easy because I've known Gary. I think we've hosted our 
we do a big fashion show with our station here in Jackson. And it's like one of the biggest fashion shows in the city in Mississippi. But we do it. We were doing it every year before the pandemic. And literally, mm-hmm. I've hosted that show, co-hosted it with Gary with a T for about 10 years. So we've wow. known each other just that long. Yes, just that long. And of course, that's how Dish Nation came about as well, being able to go yeah. on with him and sit with different colleagues and different radio personalities and television personalities and sit with them. And it's been amazing. So it was very easy to film with Gary because we literally talk already. <laughs> we have our phone conversations already. If we're not talking once a week or every two weeks, we're always touching in and touching bases with one another. So it's super easy filming with him because we already talk to be honest, that that was super easy. easy. And as far as building my career, um, yes, there's still things that I absolutely want to do. There are absolutely things that I want to do that I have not done. Of course, I love hosting. Um, I'm glad the world is starting to open back up now. Right. (laughs) Because I'm definitely a people person. I I love hosting and hosting events. Um, What you see doing co-hosting on Dish Nation. I absolutely love being able to work with different personalities and all you have to do is just be yourself and be you. I love Mm -hmm. that. I love it. Absolutely love it. So I've been blessed, I will honestly say, to do some great things that I absolutely love to do. So hosting is a love of mine. I absolutely love it. And I'm glad I'm able to get back into it as things are opening up back or things are opening up right now. Right, right. That's awesome. Now, is there any like any like dreams that you have for your career um, that you would like? Like, would you want to like be like Wendy Williams and host your own talk show? Like, or what kind of dreams do you have for for your career? Um you know, because anything's possible. Of course. (laughs) Like, who would not want to host their own talk show with Wendy Williams? I like Wendy Williams. Right. (laughs) Who wouldn't, you know? Of course, of course. Everybody would want to do that. So, yes, that's like, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Definitely. I definitely just love, I just love hosting. I love guest hosting. I love interacting with different personalities. I love interacting with people. I love hosting events. So anything, to be honest, Jackson, and it's so amazing because we do have things that we see for ourselves. So I do, and I do love television. I absolutely love hosting on television. I love that. Even you brought up Bring It when we were just talking, like as far as being on Lifetime, Bring It, guest hosting, interacting with kids. And we used to film Bring It. Bring It was an all-day process, okay? But just being (laughs) interacting with kids and the cast and just everyone, like it was always fun. Like, I enjoyed Mm -hmm. it. I enjoyed that. Like, I absolutely enjoy it. So anything that brings me joy, because I can do the things that I absolutely do, even in radio. I love radio because I feel like, and you know, you don't want to say that, but anything that you can get up every single day and it does not even feel like work, you have no problem getting up and going to do it. Like you want to be happy and I'm happy in everything that I do. I find joy in everything that I do. Television, radio, I'm happy. Like I love it. I really do. And then the most part for me is just making an impact and having an impact or helping someone else in the process of doing all that. Yes. Oh, I love that. Um, Now for Bell Collective, um, if there is another season, would you want to go back and do it again? Absolutely. I love filming. 
Absolutely. I, I love filming. I had no problems whatsoever. Like, I love Girl Collective. Like, I absolutely mm-hmm. had a great time. And I can honestly say I've been blessed. The production crew was amazing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love the production crew. I Every television project I've ever worked on, I've had an amazing production crew, and I'm thankful for that. The production crew, like, I, the producers, I have no complaints whatsoever, whatsoever. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the people I was working with, to be honest with you. I don't, need, I don't, I don't have any horror stories or bad stories or any of that. I don't have that. That's not my experience. None whatsoever. To be honest with you, Jackson, like I don't have that. I enjoyed every minute of it. And that's just because I just, I I love entertainment. I love the business. I I love it. And I love the people that I was working with. So to be honest, the answer is yes, I would. I I would. And I just bragged about like, I absolutely love Carlos. Carlos is amazing. Um, I love the production company. I love everything that he's doing. So definitely I'm I'm here for that. I'm here for them for sure. Yes, I'm hoping and praying because <laughs> um, I'm missing I'm missing my Bell Collective. <laughs> I think a lot of people oh, are, thank you so much. Yes. We, we're missing you too. We are missing you too. Thank you. We definitely appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Now, um, since you're in this entertainment world, and I've seen um, you definitely know a lot of different people, I was curious about um, do you. Are there any other reality shows that you watch or that you're obsessed with currently or that, you know, anything like that? Okay, so I watch, and I have to actually watch some more episodes. You know, I'm a binge watcher. Like, I like to watch it all at one time. Does that make sense? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) And I like to go back and, like, catch up on episodes that I may have missed. Because it's rare that I, I get to catch it when it actually comes on. So I have to go back and like do the replay. But Real Housewives of Atlanta, and I would honestly say that's because I worked with Portia. And I thought yeah. Portia was absolutely amazing the very first time I met her. To be honest, she was very down to earth. And that happened from me just sitting in with Ricky Smiley. And they did Dish Nation immediately after I met Portia. I thought, and she was very helpful the very first time I did this nation. She was super helpful. So I, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. So, of course, I've always watched Real Housewives of Atlanta with Portia. I have to see what Portia has going on, what Portia's doing. So, to be honest, yes, absolutely. And then, of course, we talked about that brunch that I was the speaker, Tisha, Letitia's brunch. She brought Portia. Portia was here as well. And so just oh. like they, anytime, mm-hmm. any encounter, yes, and this was before yeah. Bill Collective, any encounter that I've had, uh, with Portia has always been pleasant. So I was definitely watching Real Housewives of Atlanta. Of course, Love and Marriage, because it is Kingdom Reign all day. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes absolutely. Yes. So matter of fact, I have to get on and, and actually catch up the episodes as well. They are hot, 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 honey. Yes. They are. Absolutely. And then, yes, I know, right? You've been watching, right? Yes. And I need to catch up on the last few too but yeah I mean it's so good this season like I said I'm like you I like to binge watch so you know even if it's a few at a time it's good to I kind of like that it keeps me engaged so yeah I, I, I agree with you I love it's such a such a good show and especially this season yes so yes love and marriage would definitely be another one and to be honest I'm trying to think what other 
I like I lost the last the last time Basketball Wives was on, so I I'm, I'm lost in that. But that was like a one that I did. I actually used to watch that too. But I, I they lost me somewhere with that one. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, somewhere in the mix, yeah. I became. I came. I did um, get lost in the mix, but I did go to the Brad's premiere. I did go to the Brad and Judy's premiere. I did go, and I did oh, watch yeah. their show. I did watch their show. Yes, I thought they had a very. I thought it was just the two of them. Like I like both of them. I like both uh-huh. of them. So I thought their show was good too. I did watch their show. Yes. Oh my gosh! And then obviously, I'm sure you love Bring It when it was on. Um, back in the oh yes. Time. Yes, <laughs> that was such a good. Yes, show. you have to support Bring It just because even before it was Bring It, Diana was actually one of our clients, Coach D. She was one of our wow. clients at the radio station. Yes, wow. so definitely, of course, when Bring It hit the screen, I definitely, of course, you had to support because it was filmed right here in Jackson. I knew the moms. I was friends with one of the moms. The girls were cheering for them. So it was definitely, absolutely. I definitely yes. watched Bring It. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, um, my last question for you kind of, um, you know, I, what are some things about you that people may not know? Because obviously, but you are very open. I like you said on the radio and now TV as well. But are there some things that maybe people don't know about you or some fun facts about you that you want to share? What people don't know about me. Let me think about that. What do people not know about me? If you know me, you know I'm super, I love family. I I really do. I love spending time with family. I'm definitely, I love sitcoms. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I am a sitcom girl. I love funny things on television. Like I grew up on sitcoms, you know? Uh-huh. Um I right now, like I'll I'll hop on like, you know, the um playbacks on Netflix and Hulu and all these different stations. Like I'll hop on and I'll watch things like a different world. I'll watch Friends, uh-huh. you know, I'm a sitcom, yeah. a sitcom person. If I see a sitcom, like I do love sitcoms. So that's something that people may not know about me. I like happy television. <laughs> I do. I, I really do. Um, what people not, may not know, uh, I just, oh, oh, Jackson, I just actually released a tea. I've been making my own tea for years. And a lot of people are just coming to find that. Yes, I love herbs. I love herbs and mixing up herbs and all of that. So now I have my very own immunity team. So definitely that's something that people may not know, that I've been just making my own tea and herbs for years. I've been doing that for a very long time. I'm an herb girl. I definitely believe in health and wellness. I definitely believe in that. And I'm trying to think what else would people not really know. Mm, you know I'm a people person. I love people. Yeah. <laughs> so I think yeah. people would know that. I think people would yeah. know that. Uh some people may not know I'm an author. You know, yeah, I have my my very own book that's out. Yeah. So if people they may not realize that, but I have my own book and it, it's surrounded by sin, grounded by love. And trying to think, what else would people not know about me? I'm actually an investor in a boutique. It's been sold oh. online, an online boutique. Yes, 
So I'm trying to think what else would people not know? Like, hmm. Yeah, I think I gave him enough right there, Jackson. What do you think? Yeah, <laughs> that was honest. a lot of fun. A lot of fun facts. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, now, you said you love sitcoms. Would you ever, if the opportunity came, would you ever do a sitcom or, like, you know, get into acting or anything like that? Yeah, I just had someone ask me about acting, and I would honestly say that that's never been on my radar. I would literally have to have about three lines, and I'll be okay with that because I think <laughs> I would I would be perfectly okay with that because that I've done commercials in the past where you've actually had to, you know, memorize your lines. Let me tell you something. That is a gift, okay? It is. And that is a gift in itself. When you, look, when you are acting, it is a gift in itself to memorize your lines and be on time with your lines. It is a gift in itself. Everything that I do has always been impromptu and ad-lib, okay? (laughs) So you have to remember that. But three lines, you give me three, four lines, I got it. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) And I'll be perfectly okay with that. I'll be perfectly okay with my three, four lines or whatever. Yes, that that is fine. Because I just think that the act, like, look, it is a gift. It is just really a gift. My hat's off to them. I remember the first time I had to do a commercial and I literally had to memorize lines oh mm-hmm. yeah I was working on that about a week and it it wasn't but a 30 second commercial <laughs> right but, yes exactly because <laughs> so, I'm so used to impromptu and ad lib and teleprompters and all of that so yes but yeah three lines look I'm there I'm there <laughs> yes <laughs> wow what would your dream sitcom like well, I guess some of the ones you talked about aren't around anymore, but what if... I know, like, right? What, what would your dream sitcom that you'd want to be on with your three lines? <laughs> what would you... Which sitcom would I know, with my three lines. Like, I'm <laughs> trying to think. Weren't they doing, like, a reboot for, like, Fresh Prince or something? Didn't we hear about they that? Were. I think we I think talked so. about... Yeah, there was, like, in the in the works or people talking about, like, a reboot for, like, Fresh Prince something like that (laughs) yes like something something on that something like that I think that would be really really dope yes I think that would be dope yes oh my gosh I love it well thank you so much for doing this this is so fun and like I said such an honor (laughs) no thank you for having me I absolutely appreciate it thank you thank you thank you Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Tambra Cherie from Owns Bell Collective. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more Reality Talk, please follow our social media. It's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram, or you can follow my personal social media. It's at JacksonSeth35 on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and I will have all of Tambra's information and her social media links in the episode description so you guys can check out what she's up to um but anyway thank you guys so so much i love you all thank you for all of the love and support and i'll see you guys next week